Welcome to the Karate Shrimp Podcast. I'm your host, Sabrina Bleem. Join me in exploring all the ways we can perform better in life and martial arts. Let's talk about comparison. Recently, Jesse Enkamp put a post on social media. I'm sure you follow Jesse Enkamp, the karate nerd. In it, he showed a photo of himself as a kid. And he said, as a kid, he actually didn't like karate. He thought it was really boring. And he wanted to express his gratitude in this post that his parents did not let him quit, even when he wanted to. And the message being, don't quit. You know, even if you lose motivation, don't quit. You can achieve great things if you don't quit. And I like this message. I think it's a good one. It's, it's totally valid. And I use this a lot in, in my content. But there is a caveat here. Jesse Enkamp not quitting is not the same thing as you would or I not quitting. It's not the same thing. He was basically groomed for this. And this isn't to discount his accomplishments at all, but everything in his childhood and his environment supported him becoming the martial artist he is today, right? He grew up in a karate dojo. How many of us can say that? I certainly can't. So again, I'm not putting down his accomplishments. I'm more so saying this uh, to discourage people from comparing themselves to someone else. To uh, compare yourself to some famous YouTuber or some martial artist who has, you know, um, achieved all these great things, it's pointless and empty. It means nothing. We're not the same. We don't have the same environment and the same upbringing. And if we compare ourselves, we will ultimately end up feeling like we don't measure up. So Jesse Enkamp's environment made it very difficult for him to quit karate, right? Everything in his environment made it easy to continue and to succeed on that path. So even if he struggled with motivation, uh, he didn't struggle with opportunity, right? He didn't struggle with the means to achieve what he has achieved. There were very likely few obstacles in the way of him becoming a successful martial artist, however you measure that, whether it's an athlete or a dojo owner or a karate YouTuber. So someone who grows up in a dojo is much more likely to be an art, a martial artist through their life. Someone who grows up in a gym is far more likely to have fitness take a central role in their life. So you see someone on the street who's healthy and jacked, if they grew up in that environment, in a gym, it's, it's far easier for them to get to that point and to maintain it. So if you look at people who are jacked or healthy or like successful martial artists and you think, why aren't I like that? Well, it's maybe it's harder for you to stick with it because you didn't grow up in a gym or you didn't grow up in a dojo. You didn't grow up in an environment where everything around you supports that lifestyle. You look at that though, and you compare yourself and you think, well, maybe I'm just lazy, you know, maybe I'm just not motivated. And really it's just that they grew up in that environment possibly, and they eat, breathe, sleep, fitness or karate or whatever it is. Okay. You're not the same. We are not the same. For someone in that environment, sticking with it is going to be far, far easier you know, and it's likely that they will, they will struggle far less than the rest of us. And our environment in a very real way shapes what we can do and accomplish in our life. It does. And there's this common phrase out there in health and fitness and motivational stuff that if I can do it, you can do it too. 
And this is meant to be motivating and encouraging, but actually it's a fallacy and it's a form of victim blaming. Because if you don't do it, it's on you, right? You must be flawed in some way. You must be lazy or screwed up or, you, or you're undisciplined. If you know that person can do it, why can't you? What's wrong with you? That's what that suggests, that type of thinking. And you think about it, if a famous karate YouTuber were to go up to a homeless person on the street and say, hey, if I can do it, you can do it too. Would this be fair? I mean, it's a bit of an extreme example, but is it? You know, the, the homeless person has far more obstacles to overcome to become a karate YouTuber, uh, you know, a famous karate YouTuber or an Olympic athlete or a dojo owner or, you know, to have um, martial arts, like be successful in martial arts in any other capacity. It's not impossible, but it'd be very, very difficult for that person. In my view, you know, a homeless person turning their life around and making karate or martial arts like the central part of their life and being successful on that journey, that is far more impressive <laughs> for that person to do that than someone who was raised in a dojo. And again, not putting down famous karate YouTubers because I hope to be one one day myself, but just to say that it's not the same thing. It's not comparable. But we do compare, right? We make those comparisons all the time. But yeah, one person being able to do it doesn't mean anyone else can do it. It doesn't, it's not the same thing. So we need to stop thinking like this, that if that person can do it, I can do it too, and I should do it too. And the implication with all this is that, you know, achieving greatness is commonplace and it's achievable for everybody, right? But it's not, not on those terms. The implication is also that, you know, pursuing a certain career or role or path is right for everyone or everyone can do it. Um, that, you know, everyone has the personality traits and the skills to achieve that. But maybe, you know, trying to be Jesse Enkamp isn't the right path. You know, some people aren't good on camera. Some people are not good at teaching and never will be. Some people aren't athletic, right? Some people are better suited to working for somebody else than running their own show. Some people, um, you know, they just, it's just not their thing. It's just not right for them. And encouraging them to do that and saying, well, if he did it, you can do it too, you know, and they're not suited for it, they're much more likely to fall flat on their face and then feel like a failure. And maybe being a martial artist isn't even the right fit for you or whoever. Maybe sparring isn't the right thing for you. You know, just because I love sparring and I'm a clash fighter and I love getting in there and doling out pain doesn't mean everyone else is. Doesn't mean everyone else is comfortable getting in there, being aggressive. Doesn't mean they're comfortable with conflict. Doesn't mean they're, you know, comfortable taking a hit. Not everyone is. And not everyone should spar because they might, it might not be the right fit for them. For some martial artists, maybe quitting is actually the right choice. Quitting competitions, maybe because they're done with getting hurt in the ring or, you know, just doing more gentle forms of training because their joints are killing them from now on, just kata, whatever, because they, their bodies can't take it anymore. There is no shame in that. There's no shame in saying, I'm not going to spar anymore because I'm tired of injuries. There's no shame in saying, I'm just going to do kata 
because my joints can't take the high intensity stuff. There's no shame in that. It's actually smart training. You know, it's smart to, to be self-aware and say, no, these are the limitations that I'm experiencing right now. These are the limitations for my body. So comparing ourselves to someone like Jesse Ankamp, you know, whether it's don't quit or you can do this too, it assumes that we're the same, that we have the same strengths, the same weaknesses, the same upbringing, right? The same background, the same life story, the same genetics, the same wiring in our brains, the same interests. That's what it assumes. But we don't have any of that. We don't have the same upbringing. We don't have the same wiring. We're different. And when we fall short, you know, of achieving the things that that other person that we're comparing ourselves to has achieved, we feel like we suck, right? But we're just different. And maybe that goal was unrealistic for us. Depending on your circumstances, martial arts might even be difficult just to start. Like training in martial arts is not cheap, depending on, like my experience in martial arts, um, you know, where, I'm, where I've been to a dojo that was run as a business, uh, to make a profit, you know, it's not cheap. It's not cheap. You're, you're paying for your training, your membership fee, you know, tournaments, belt tests, all your gear, you know, your sparring gear, two sets for tournaments and all the weapons, gear bag to hold it all in. And then I've got kids in karate and I'm paying for all that too. It's expensive. And not everyone has the means to do that. And, you know, some people, they can't afford that or they don't have that you know, access to that. And they can only learn martial arts from books or YouTube. That's all they have available. And they only, you know, they, they don't have the proper gear. They can only use what they have on hand or what they can make, you know, substitute. And they need to do that because that's what's in their environment. And that doesn't make them weak or lazy. It doesn't mean that they just don't want it badly enough. But unfortunately, that's that's the message that's so commonly seen online. I see this in martial arts forums that, you know, if you don't train at a dojo, it's not worthwhile. And then there's all these people who are saying, but I can't afford it. I don't have one nearby. I can't get there. I don't have a car. I don't have money. I don't have whatever, whatever the reason. They can't do it. And so they're like, well, I'm left with books or YouTube. And they say, can you, can you recommend some good YouTube videos for me so I can learn karate or what, whatever martial art? Can you recommend books? And there's this attitude of, no, that's not good enough. You just don't want it badly enough. But that person's circumstances, maybe they really want it badly, but they just can't do it. So they do the best they can. And that's that other message that I see online all the time. If you want it badly enough, you'll make it happen. But that's not fair either. That's also victim blaming. Just like saying... You know, if I can do it, you can do it too. And then if you fail, well, it's your fault. If you, you know, if you want it badly enough, you'll make it happen. But if you can't make it happen, well, it's on you. You didn't want it badly enough. It's your fault. If you fail, you just didn't want it badly enough. Sucks to be you. When in reality, maybe your environment makes it very difficult for you, right? Makes it difficult for you to succeed. Maybe you have too many obstacles in your life. Maybe you did not grow up in a dojo. Maybe you just do not have the means. You know, and the opposite end of all of this is important to discuss too, thinking that we can't achieve something, you know, not believing in ourselves and thereby destroying any possibility that we can achieve it, right? So if you look at Jesse Ankamp and think, 
you know, I want to be him, but I don't believe that I can do it. Well, then yeah, you've eliminated the possibility that you can create that life for yourself. You've basically said, no, I'm blocking that path. You do need to believe in your capacity for greatness, you know, however that looks, however you define that, but you also need to be realistic. And sometimes quitting is the right choice. When we throw around this blanket advice, like don't quit, you know, don't give up. If I can do it, you can do it too. Uh, If you want it badly enough, you'll make it happen. When we find ourselves wanting to say those things, you know, we need to, I think it's good to stop and pause and really think this through and think about what we're saying and perhaps look at it a little differently and try to be more sensitive to people's circumstances and realities and to respect the choices that they make and the progress that they do make, even if it doesn't fit some ideal of success, even if it doesn't fit our path and what we want and what we're capable of doing with the means we have available within our environment. Because however it looks, you know, if it's you training in your living room with homemade weapons, if that's all you've got, if it's quitting competition because you're tired of the stress of it or you're tired of, you know, getting beaten up in the ring, you're tired of concussions, if it's just practicing kata because your joints can't take it, uh, or just training occasionally, you know, just so you don't forget what you've learned all those years and you just do it every now and then when you feel like it, Or if it's even deciding not to start martial arts and just read books and watch videos to to satisfy that passion, all of that is totally valid. It is totally valid and okay. Any of those things can be a success depending on how you measure it. Any of those things can be a successful, you know, martial arts journey. It's how you define it. And if you ever do lose motivation or feel like quitting and compare yourself to someone like Jesse Enkamp and beat yourself up because he didn't quit, consider how much tougher your path is than his. You didn't grow up in a dojo, assuming you didn't, of course. Uh, You do have far more obstacles in your path, right? You don't have that support system in place, you know, a mom who's a sensei or whatever to keep you on track when you want to quit. You don't have that. You know, you don't have someone and, you know, an environment, people in your life who make sure that quitting isn't an option. You don't have that. So stop comparing yourself to people who do have that, to people who might have it easy or easier than you. We don't know right? You can't look at anyone else and really know what they have struggled with to get to where they are today. We don't know. But here you are. Obstacles in your path. Ups and downs throughout your martial arts journey. And you're still here. However that looks. That to me is far more impressive than anything else. 
Thank you for tuning in to the Karate Shrimp podcast. You can also find me on YouTube at The Karate Shrimp, as well as on my blog, www.thekarateshrimp.com. There you can find more resources as well as online courses to help you perform better in life and martial arts. Feel free to share my content with anyone you know who could benefit from it. See you next time.